If you've ever been in a place where you feel like all the decluttering you are doing is just not working, you still look around and your house feels like a mess, you feel overwhelmed when you look at certain rooms, and it just feels too overwhelming, today we are going to conquer that. We're going to take some steps so that you feel the lasting change of decluttering and you're able to persevere through the hard parts. What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna, and I am thrilled that you are tuning in again this week. This is the third episode in a series that I am calling Small Steps to Lasting Change. And this has been such a fun series so far, and I'm so honored that you're listening in this week. And if you haven't listened to the first two episodes in the series, make sure to check them out after you listen to this one. So episode number 74 and 75 are also part of this series. In that first one, we talked about mindset and shopping. In the second episode in the series, we talk about small steps you can take with your daily tasks. And today we're going to be talking about small steps you can take to have a lasting impact on your clutter. Because I know for so many of you, and you are not alone, I am right there with you. We can spend weeks or months or even longer decluttering and then look around and feel like we haven't made any progress. So if you've ever felt this way, you are in the right place. This is so common too. It's not just you, especially in the beginning of your clutter-free journey. But even if you're a seasoned declutterer, I'm not really sure that's actually a verb, but (laughs) even if you are seasoned at this, you probably still have these moments where you look around and you just feel like, where did all of this clutter come from? Why do I still have it? I've been working so hard. What I really want for you is to get to a place where you're just decluttering to maintain and you're not doing it to find your sanity. Like I want you to get to that place where you feel good most of the time and you declutter here and there to get back to that place. So we're going to start with some small steps. These are small steps that you can actually start today. So you can take action as soon as you are done listening to this or even as you listen. I know a lot of my listeners listen to my podcast as they are decluttering. It's kind of like having me there with you. We can do this together. Um, so if that's what you're doing, that's great. Maybe you're taking your kids to school or you know doing the dishes or whatever as you listen in. But make sure you take action when you're done listening as soon as you can because it doesn't do any good to just listen to my voice and then never actually apply it to your own house. So these steps today are not in order, so you can do whatever works best for you first, okay? So don't take on everything at once. Choose one to start with and you can just start wherever you want. 
We're going to start with this one because I think this is a big one, which is don't get distracted. So the first small step you can take is to stop being distracted. This is, of course, easier said than done, but I think it's also the thing that maybe has stopped you from feeling successful. So here's what I mean. Maybe you get started in your kitchen and then you find a hairbrush on the counter. So you go into the bathroom to put it in the drawer and you immediately start emptying out that drawer. And as you do that, your kids yell for you from the other room. So you go to their toy room and you feel overwhelmed by the amount of toys you see. So you start purging their toys. And every time you try to declutter, you find yourself doing the same thing. So the first small step for you would be to choose one place to declutter and finish it completely before moving on. Because it is so much less stressful to go through one area than your entire house at once. So as you think about where to start, I want you to choose somewhere that's going to make a difference for you. So rather than choosing like a spare bedroom that you never go into, maybe take on your kitchen or your bathroom or your living room. This way you feel the results from your hard work right away. They're not hidden away in a room you never go to. You actually get to feel it and see it each day, and that will give you the momentum to go to the next area. All right, so that first small step, maybe this is your biggest hangup, is to stop getting distracted and to finish one thing. All right, I know that's easier said than done, but I promise it will be beneficial in the long run. All right, the second small step you could take is to stop postponing decisions. Now, this is one that I really struggle with. I know this about myself. I often want to put it off because I'm just not sure what to do with the item or do with something. So I want to put it off. But this can stop you in your tracks from really getting rid of clutter. Now, I'm not talking about things that are hard to make a decision because you are emotionally attached to them. That takes a little bit more work. And as you declutter, you're going to get better at that. But this is not like to declutter your photographs or something really memorable to you. Let's wait on that. This is more about those decisions of just the easy ones. Like, do I want to keep this or not? Am I going to use it a year from now or not? Stop picking things up and and then just setting them in a pile for, I'll think about this one later. Okay, you have to start making the decision now. So if you pick something up, decide if you're going to keep it or not right then. Don't look at it and think, well, I might need this later, so I'm going to put this right here and then I'll decide later. And then you end up with these piles all over your house of things that you just aren't sure about. All right. So I want you to really start making the decisions. If you don't have a place for it yet, but you know you want to keep it, then designate a basket for your homeless clutter. This is stuff you don't know where you're going to put it, but you know that you want it. So don't just make piles of things all over that you haven't decided about, but make one space that you're thinking, okay, I know I want this, but I just don't know where it's going to live in my house yet. So you can put it in this homeless clutter basket, but it's not a place to put things you haven't decided about yet. We do this a lot with paperwork, like our kids' artwork. Is this something that I'm going to feel bad if I threw it away? Do I really need to keep these um, math worksheets that came home? Make the decision right then. So 
right when my kids get home from school, they hand me all their papers from their backpack, I immediately recycle 99% of them. It's not because I don't love my children and I'm not excited about the hard work they're doing. It's because they don't need and I don't need a thousand math worksheets in their you know, bin for them when they're adults. They don't want that and neither do I. So we look at their papers together. I congratulate them for their hard work. I maybe say something that I noticed that they did that they couldn't do before or something like that. Give them some encouragement and then it is okay to recycle it right then and there. You do not have to keep it. But if you don't make that decision right then, then you add it to a pile on your counter and tomorrow they bring home more papers and guess what? You add those to it and it adds up really quickly. So this is something that you know, you can use with clutter that you've been going through in your drawers and in your rooms, but also with that daily paper that's coming in and that sort of thing. Make your decision right away. Do not postpone your decision. I promise it's going to have just a huge impact and you are going to see huge progress with your clutter and in keeping your clutter under control if you make a commitment to yourself to make these decisions quickly. All right, a third small step that you could take is to put it on your calendar. Put your decluttering time on your calendar. If you really want to declutter, you have to make it a priority. And I know so many of you have little kids and you're raising a family and you're working full time and decluttering, although it feels like you want this so bad, you just don't feel like you have time for it. But I promise at the end of it, you're going to get so much time back. So if this is a priority for you, you have to make the time for it. So put it on your calendar. This might be a weekend. Maybe your kids can go with grandma for the weekend and you and your spouse tackle your house in one weekend or spring break. Or this could be 10 minutes a day. Give yourself a, you know, a set time. Maybe you're going to wake up 10 minutes early or you're going to, you know, do this instead of watching Netflix at night for 10 minutes, whatever amount of time you can devote to decluttering, but just make sure you actually write this down and you stay committed to that time for yourself. Because if you don't, you're never going to do it. You're going to keep putting it off because one, it's hard, it's hard work. And we don't naturally say, okay, I definitely want to do this really hard thing instead of watch my favorite show on Netflix tonight. But if we put it on our calendar and we prioritize it, you can make it fun too. If it's 15 minutes of your day, play some music, dance around while you do it, get your kids involved, whatever you need to do. Or maybe this is your me time and you say, for this half an hour, my kids get to watch a video and I am going to tackle my kitchen. And each day you do that, whatever you want to do, but put it on your calendar and make it a priority. All right. Another small step you can take to conquering your clutter for good, and this might be the hardest one, but I think it's also the most important is to stop bringing things into your home. If you do not do this, you will never get a hold of your clutter. So please take this with love, maybe a little bit of tough love. You have to stop bringing things into your home. If you find yourself shopping in the clearance aisles at every store you go to, or maybe just going shopping to kill time, you're never going to make a change in your house. So you may need to go back for this one. You might need to go back to episode 74 because that's exactly what we talk about. We talk about mindset and shopping. And if you're struggling with that part, if you're still bringing a lot of things into your home, then listen to episode 74 as well, because I think that will help you with the mindset piece. This is a big shift, but it's also one of the most important things you can do 
to living clutter-free. You can only declutter so much. If you are bringing in just as much stuff as you are taking out, you're never going to feel better about your home. So I also want you to think about the things that come into your home that just happen without much thought. Not that you're going shopping and buying them, but things like freebies from fairs or hand-me-downs from well-meaning friends or unexpected gifts for your kids. We can't really stop everything from entering our homes, right? But the less stuff that comes in, the less stuff we have to manage and get rid of later. So whatever steps you can make to keep stuff out of your house in the first place, the better off you're going to be with maintaining your clutter for the long run. We're talking about like steps for lasting change in these episodes. So I don't want you to have to declutter your homes for the rest of your life. Other than just like a quick maintenance type decluttering experience, I want you to just be able to live in your home. So this is a big one. You have to stop bringing so much stuff in. It doesn't mean you can never go shopping again. It just means you need to be intentional about what you bring into your life. All right, so that's a little tough love one probably for many of us because it's just so normal to go out and go buy stuff. That's just part of a lot of our days without even thinking about it. But I want you to really start thinking about it. Something that really might help you with this is to take a good hard look at where you spend your money. So spend some time Print out your bank statements, print out your credit card statements for the past few months and go through and actually look at where you spent your money. Get some highlighters out and highlight every time you purchased food or every time you purchased random items like clothing or fun items, every time you went out to eat, all of those spending things and see where you're spending your money and see what's coming into your house because you likely are bringing more things into your house than you even realize. And we, when we look at how much it's costing us, that can help us switch our mindset a little bit. And we're actually going to talk about this in the series. So stay tuned for the next episode in this series, because we're going to talk about steps you can take with your finances to simplify. And the reason I want to do that is because I feel like decluttering and learning to live a simpler life really has a huge impact on how we see money, how we perceive money, and how we can use our money in better ways, how we can actually save money and live within our means and live on less and all of that. So we're going to talk about that a little bit as well in the series. So hopefully that is really helpful for you too. All right. So now it is time for you to take action. I want you to choose one of these steps to start today and then get going. So let's recap them really quickly. Okay. The first step was to keep yourself from getting distracted. Do one area at a time. Don't go from room to room and drawer to drawer. Finish one area. The next one was to stop postponing your decisions. Make the decision quickly whether you're going to keep something or get rid of it. The third step was to put it on your calendar. Designate time in your day or your week or sometime in the near future to actually get these things done. Put it on your calendar so you know how important it is to yourself. Really give yourself the time to do it. And the last small step we talked about was not bringing things in your house. So choose the area that you are in most need of change and really try to conquer it. Maybe you really need to work on not bringing things in. 
Go ahead and try to conquer that. Maybe you need to work on not being distracted and finishing one area first. So choose your small step that you're going to start and and get started. And then, you know, you can add in some of the other ones as you feel good about it. All right, well, make sure if you haven't already to go back and listen to the first two episodes of this series, episode 74 and 75, and then hit the subscribe button so that you get notified when the next episodes of the series go live as well. If you would like to hang out other than these Thursdays when we hang out on the podcast, I would love to have you join my free Facebook group. It is a community of people, like-minded people who are going through these same things as you. We can give each other tips and tricks and encouragement over there. I love to answer your questions and just cheer you on. So that link will be in the show notes so you can join the Facebook group. And I will also link to some other helpful episodes for you as well. All right, go to athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 76 to find the show notes and I will talk to you next time. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences and I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.